Well, I'm a just out of school, like I'm real, real cool. Got a shape, got a job, got the message that I gotta be alive. I'm a wild one, oh yeah, I'm a wild one. Oh, baby, gonna break loose. I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking, baby. I'm a real wild child. Meet all the guys, I'm gonna meet all the chicks. A silver and a shaker till I get on my kids, cause I'm a wild one. Oh yeah, I'm a wild one. Oh, baby, gonna break loose. I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking, baby. I'm a real wild child. I'll get me a jig, that's a hole of my own. A shaker till the meter comes off of the bone, cause I'm a wild one. Johnny O'Keefe's signature hit, Wild One, leads us into episode one of the Johnny O'Keefe story. I've been wanting to start this for a while, but the ducks weren't quite lined up. I'm ready now with particular acknowledgement to Bob Hayden and Don Hudson's work, Johnny O'Keefe Discography, published in 2020. Importantly, this work provides an accurate chronology of Johnny O'Keefe's Australian releases across 78s, 45s, EPs and LPs. As with all of my work, the focus is on the music. Books, TV miniseries and musicals have covered Johnny's life in a variety of approaches and formats. Of course, several of Johnny's hits and misses are closely linked to key events in his life story, and these will be acknowledged as we work through the many episodes that will make up this series. Up front, I'm an unabashed JOK fan. In the 70s, I was lucky enough to see him in concert seven times. On one of those occasions, I asked my then-girlfriend to join me. I think it was at the Long Gone South Sydney Leagues Club. Her response, I would never want to go and see that pig of a man. This took me aback a little, but it also alerted me to the reality that some people view Johnny in a very different light. By the way, the relationship did not last much longer. So I'll try and avoid the controversial incidents, except where they relate to the music. Johnny O'Keefe and the DJ's first release was a 78 only. You hit the wrong note, Billy Goat. Back with I'm Still Alive, the chicken song. We'll get to I'm Still Alive a bit later, around the car crash time. Here's You Hit the Wrong Note, Billy Goat.
A myth has been promulgated over the years that Bill Haley gave the song to Johnny O'Keefe. Bill may have suggested to Ken Taylor of Festival Records that Johnny record the song, but in reality, it wasn't Bill Haley's to gift. You Hit the Wrong Note, Billy Goat was written by John L. McFarland, who wrote this and a couple of other songs for Bill. In any event, Bill released the song himself through Festival in August of 1957. The Bill Haley Show was Lee Gordon's first big show of 1957. It was also the first rock and roll show promoted by the eccentric American. Also on the bill were Laverne Baker, Joe Turner, Freddie Bell and the Bellboys and the Platters. Although pictures do exist of Johnny O'Keefe with Bill Haley, Johnny did not perform on this tour. His opportunity was not too far around the corner. Johnny's first 45 release and second overall was a cover of an Eddie Cochran song, Am I Blue, which was the B-side of Eddie's second Australian release, 1957. Drive-In Show was the A-side. I only recently caught up with Eddie's version. As you will hear, Eddie performs Am I Blue in a rockabilly style, miles away from Johnny O'Keefe and the DJ's version. I was going to play an excerpt of Eddie Cochran's version, but to get the full picture of how different it was, here's the whole track, followed by Johnny O'Keefe and the DJ's version. Well, am I blue? Am I blue? Ain't these tears in my heart telling you? Well, am I blue? Fear me too. If the pal that she tells don't let in Well, there was a time I was the only one But now I'm the sad and lonely one Lord, yeah. Well, was I gay? I should say Now she's gone and went through I have Am 
Johnny acknowledged that this 45 was a mistake. Am I Blue was back with love letters in the sand. The 45 received little or no airplay, except in Melbourne, where their champion of Australian music, Stan Rofe, gave it some airtime. Moving to October of 1957, and an opportunity presents itself for Johnny and the DJs to make their first appearance on a Lee Gordon Big Show, when Gene Vincent and the Blue Caps were stranded in Hawaii en route to Australia. The DJs became the backing band for other artists on tour, including Eddie Cochran and Alice Leslie, billed at the time as the female Elvis. This was the tour on which Little Richard saw the Sputnik spacecraft as a sign from God and eventually led to him throwing all of his bling into the Hunter River. Did anybody send the divers in? We'll never know. This was also the tour on which Johnny O'Keefe was booed by Sydney fans who wanted to see the American stars. Johnny's retort that you paid your money and you will love me stopped the booing and in many ways kick-started his rise to stardom. Amazingly, a picture taken on the first day of the tour is the front cover photo on Bob Dylan's latest book, The Philosophy of Modern Song. It shows Alice Leslie, pictured between Little Richard and Eddie Cochran, and of course Gene Vincent, was stranded in Hawaii. Johnny O'Keefe and the DJ's next appearance on record in October of 57 is one of the strangest pairings in Australian music history. Cathedral in the Pines is billed as Richard Gray vocal with Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs. Richard Gray was a male soprano who had already ventured overseas successfully. In 1956, he had partnered with a Sydney vocal group, The Four Brothers, to record an EP of rock and roll covers on the Phillips label. Exactly how Johnny and the DJs came to be paired with Richard Gray seems to be lost in the mist of time. Here is Cathedral in the Pines, and listen for the DJs inserting a few chords from Ain't That a Shame.
Richard Gray, a great voice, but alas, the quasi-spiritual of Cathedral in the Pines, back with There's a Gold Mine in the Sky, did not dent the charts. As far as I can tell, Johnny O'Keefe's contribution was limited to backing vocals with the DJs, who of course also supplied the instrumental accompaniment. So, taking stock at this point, Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs had appeared on the Lee Gordon Big Show and had two record releases, a 78 and a 45, plus the appearance on the Richard Gray 45. The next two releases would both be EPs. At first glance, a strange move for a group that had not yet dented the charts, but not so strange when it is considered that the EP was still a relatively new format that record companies were still grappling with in terms of what to put on an EP to extract the maximum revenue. Thus, in December of 1957, Festival released an EP for Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs titled Whole Lotta Shaken, headlined by a cover of the Jerry Lee Lewis hit and three other songs, none of which would ever appear on a 45 single in Australia. Here's the title track, backed with Shake Baby Shake. Oh, 
shake a baby, shake a baby, shake. Shake a baby, shake a baby, shake. Shake a baby, shake a baby, shake. Shake a baby, signalled a clear shift towards classic rock and roll. The other two tracks were Flip, Flop and Fly and Diana. Diana being an odd choice and certainly not classic rock and roll. Shake Baby Shake was written by and first released by Champion Jack Dupree in 1952. Why Champion? Well, Jack was also a professional boxer. Shake Baby Shake was to appear on a 45 single, but only on overseas releases. And more on that later. Strike While the Iron is Hot, and that's exactly what Festival did, with the January 58 release of Johnny O'Keefe from the DJ's second EP, Shaken at the Stadium, Volume 1. The EP purported to be recorded live, but in reality the crowd noise was overdubbed onto studio recorded tracks. Whilst live recordings in Sydney Stadium would have presented challenges, Festival had released a couple of genuinely live LPs from the Surreyville Dance Hall, a popular Sydney big band dance hall. What happened to Surreyville? Well, it was demolished to make way for the Sydney University Union Building and the infamous Manning Bar. Here's side one of the EP with another career-defining moment with the debut of Wild One, running on two, Ain't That a Shame, being side one of the EP. Baby gonna break loose 
I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking, baby. I'm a real wild child. Meet all the guys, I'm gonna meet all the chicks. The silver and a shaker till I get on my kids, cause I'm a wild one. Oh yeah, I'm a wild one. Oh, baby, gonna break loose. I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking, baby. I'm a real wild child. I'll get me a jigger, that's all of my own. A shaker till the meter comes off of the bone, cause I'm a wild one. Oh yeah, I'm a wild one. Oh, baby, gonna break loose. I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking, baby. I'm a real wild child. Let's go now. Baby gonna break loose I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking Baby, I'm a real wild child I'll give me a chip But that's all of my own I'll shake it till the meter Cuts off of the bone Cause I'm a wild one Oh yeah, I'm a wild one Oh baby gonna break loose I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking Baby, I'm a real wild child Love me, honey I'm a real wild child Squeeze me, baby I'm a real wild child Come on over, darling I'm a real wild child Come and get me, I'm a real wild child. I'm a wild one. Oh yeah, I'm a wild one. Oh baby, gonna break loose. I'm gonna keep a moving while I'm gonna keep a shaking, baby. I'm a real wild child.
GP shaking at the stadium entered the national chart on March 8, 1958 and reached a high of 23, lasting 17 weeks. Most of that success came from sales of the EP in Sydney. Charts at the time, and those made in retrospect, always list Wild One as the entry, not the actual EP. Songwriting credits on Wild One have always been a point of contention. It is generally believed that DJs Dave Owen and John Greenan were the actual composers. Johnny O'Keefe, with an eye to publishing royalties, added his name, and the name of disc jockey Tony Withers was added as a type of payola. The waters were further muddied when cricket Jerry Ellison picked up the song on the 1958 Australian tour and recorded it as Real Wild Child, under the pseudonym Ivan, with Buddy Holly on guitar and backup vocals. Much later, Iggy Pop was to revise the song under the Real Wild Child title. I won't go too much further into this, except to say that Wild One, backed with Shake Baby Shake, were the songs chosen for the first Overseas 45 release for Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs. However, on the UK, USA and Canadian releases, all in 1958, the real Wild Child title was used instead of Wild One. Final word, from what I've read over the years, Johnny preferred the title King of Rock to the Wild One. On with the music, and episode one comes to a close with Over the Mountain which charted nationally on the 3rd of May 1958, reaching a 24 high and lasting 13 weeks. It was a cover of a minor hit for a male-female duo, Johnny and Joe, that record being released in November of 57, and Johnny was the female. For reasons unknown, Festival also released the 45, Lordy Miss Claudie was on the flip, as a 78 which must make it the final festival release in the 4578 combo. Here's Over the Mountain. Over the mountain Across the sea There's a girl Waiting for me
episode one has taken us from July of 1957 to May of 1958. Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs came a long way in a short time, but much more excitement and success lay ahead. A preview. Well, she's so That's why I love her. Well, I saw a pretty little girl walking down the street I had a kind of girl that I'd like to meet She held my hand and she was so fine Tell me, darling, will you be mine? 